0: Let me ask you a question here uh, so so i want to i want to dive a little bit on the on the on the lifestyle um, that people live there in in um, in portugal um, you know it seems to me based on what you put up you know it seems to be pretty kind of laid back uh, great food beautiful atmosphere all your photos are just amazing lots of culture
1: lots of history tell me a little bit about that it's so much where can i begin it's it's about it it, it really you know uh, the way i see it you know every region is different so portugal believe it or not is small but it's very diverse from the minho to the central to the uh, to between uh, mid central south um, you have different Traditions, different cultures, different food, different wines. There's actually 12 wine regions in Portugal, and each one is different. Um, and I'm kind of wine. I post these wines because you know I'm not a. You know I wanna, I'm like a connoisseur, you know, where where you just like trying them all, and that's what I try to do every time I go out. You have your favorites, obviously, but every different region is different. The lifestyle is something that uh, I could never give it up. You know, I, I can live anywhere in the world, okay? Uh, just to give you an idea because, you know, you, you, certain things just change in your life and you can make decisions. Uh, and I always said that once my mom and dad were no longer with me, that I would be moving back to the States or moving to South America. You know, I don't know, you know. But one thing is actually when you think about it and you make the decision that where do you want to live, this is where I want to live. Um, and it's about the lifestyle. It's about the lifestyle. It's about the quality of living. We're in the sense that you get what you get for, you can go to dinner and have a nice top of dinner, for example, a nice bottle of wine, uh, some few, you know, uh, bruschettas and, and wraps and everything, you know, and you're paying something like 16 euros for two people, okay, which is eight euros eight euros per person. That's nothing. For me, in the sense, maybe it's probably a lot for a lot of other people, but it's not because everybody does it sparingly. I just don't have the time and I enjoy you know, I mean, when we were confined, you had no choice. You, I like to cook and I'm a great eater, but I like to cook as well. But just experiencing, you know, and everywhere I go. And that's where, you know, my work allows me to do it because every time when I'm in the South, I kind of blend in with the culture of the South. When I'm in the North, I'm in the center. You blend in with wherever I'm at. And, and, and it's, it's all comfortable, it's easy. It's yes, the weather is different. The people people are welcoming, I think, in any sense, anywhere you go. I've never encountered anybody. That, you know, and especially to, to farmers, they love farmers, you know, <laughs> Portuguese people, that they, they like as well, even if you're not from around there, they, they're very inviting. But when it comes to somebody that, you know, they're speaking a different language, it's so inviting. Uh, and that's that's why I love, I, like, I love this country. It's not a like, it's a love. And it has to do with the passion. It's a passion of mine living here. Uh, nowhere else I would, and there's a lot of other beautiful places in the world. Everyone has their own, they can call home. And this is my home. And this is where I love. And I I love to travel anywhere in the world. But I could never give up the quality of life and the lifestyle that I've become accustomed to over the last years. It's like, I'll put it to this way. As great as America was for me, and I'm I'm a U.S. citizen, as great as it was, I could never go back because it could never offer me the quality of life that I have here. But that's it. And that's, you know, and it doesn't have to do whether you're in real estate or whether you're in whatever business you're doing and this is a self-service industry here in portugal whether it's in tourism or whether it's if you're good at something and you have a service that you can provide to someone um somebody and you're good at it people will look for you whether it's a plumber or electrician i happen to be a real estate agent that's all
0: (laughs) that's awesome i love that uh so let me uh, let me ask you a question so what is traditionally uh portuguese in terms of food you guys have anything traditional?
1: Oh, Bacalhau. Bacalhau.
0: <laughs> yeah. We can have it
1: 306. Uh, it's codfish. Okay. Uh, we'll one of the up. big, uh, uh-huh. yeah. you know, the, one of the biggest, uh, he's one of the big top, I'm not going to mention his name, but it's Spanish uh, cook. He's very famous. And he said, and he's Spanish. And he, and he always and he says publicly that the best people to uh, desalt the cod. And prepare it are the mm-hmm. Portuguese and the North Atlantic waters of the Portuguese coast because we have a, a humongous coastline believe it or not uh, probably because of all the you know all the European uh, liens of controlling those coastlines with Portugal mm-hmm. like Greece as well um, it's predominantly for fish and catfishes although we get it from the De- uh, Denmark or Iceland no- North waters uh, but just in general fish here uh, and codfish is the traditional dish bacalhau, and you can have it boiled or <laughs> barbecued. Uh, how do you how do you spell it? I'm
0: trying to look it up right
1: now. Is bacalhau is B A C A L H A U. That's Portuguese, but it's okay. in, in in English. It's translated to codfish, cod simple cod, but the way that we prepare it and i and we oh. salted, and the way it's done is uh, is is fantastic it's one of the it's the national dish <laughs> by far wow we have a lot
0: of i just we, pulled it up you don't have a recipe for this do you <laughs> I oh, man, there's there's, there's, there's,
1: a, there's a literally there's a recipe book that has 366 days a year a different recipe for for codfish it's amazing, and I've tried about, I would say maybe about 40 different recipes. I can't imagine 366, but but my best is, is the simple, uh, whether it's it's boiled with uh, vegetables, uh, uh, boiled potato, boiled egg, it's bacalhau con todos uh, with nice just, uh, golden uh, olive oil, uh, golden olive oil above, like, uh, you know, a line of it. Oh, it's a nice bottle of white wine, whether from, from the Mignol or from the wherever, anywhere in Portugal, uh, a nice white wine
0: chilled. What good Portuguese white wine would go with this one?
1: Uh, I, my favorite, I'm not going to discriminate, but my favorite is, uh, is an Alvarinho wine. Um, which happens to be a friend of mine, is, is actually one, of, is an owner, but it, it's not to be biased, but it's really good, uh, and it's called marques Hi, Regengos de Melgaço is the name. And it's, it, <laughs> <have> <laughs> uh, I'll spell it for you, R-E-G-U-E-N-G-O-S, Regengos, de Melgaço. There's an area in the south of Portugal called Reguengos, which is a great wine area as well, but it's different. Reguengos de Mogas is an Alvarinho. Alvarinho is a special brand, uh, special uh, 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 grape. It's a special grape. It's co- it's it's, uh, it's controlled, you know. So there's mm-hmm. uh, it's a special special grape and only grown in this regions here of the further north of Portugal, uh, in the regions of the Belenca, Monson in this general area here in the north, north of Portugal.
0: Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Oh my gosh. There's so many variety of it. <clears throat> the wine that is amazing. Too many. I I think yeah.
1: Too many. So, just,
0: uh, uh, so, so I haven't been to Portugal yet. Uh, that's why I'm asking <laughs> my wife, my wife and I planned to do a Euro trip, uh, right after we got married and, uh, it just never really happened uh, because our son was born and, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, Lisbon was uh, on, our, on our top of the list. We wanted to start in Portugal. Uh, you know, my wife, uh, she, um, she's, uh, she's from Italy. So we wanted to start in Portugal, Spain, and then kind of make our way back into Italy. So uh, this is this is good information for me because that's why I was taking notes. I'm definitely I'm all for the fish. I'm all for the wine. Uh, what about for our beer enthusiasts? What, do you guys have
1: a, a, a local delicacy there that's a good uh, beer? There's two, and there's always a big competition about it. And I jokingly jokingly say I like to drink beer when it says, oh what beer do you want? We have Superbok, and we have sage, You know." And my answer is, I like to drink beer. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and my personal favorite is Superbok. Here, you know, here we go. Oh,
0: man, Superbok.
1: Oh, I love it. it. Superbock. Right and so, and there's Sagres, uh, and it's also good, but more, this one, uh, Superbock is more of a lager, uh, more heavier where you, even for dinner or eating or etc. cetera, it's always good. And sagda is more of like a beer that you drink just casually without just, you know, on casually. a hot summer day or something really cold. It's actually, they're both good. I, I jokingly say, because I just have my preference, but it has to do with the football team that they represent, so. <laughs> yes,
0: I was gonna say, I, I, I've, seen, I've, seen, uh, I've seen this uh, this beer in the, in the commercials, I do watch some soccer. Um, That's awesome, man. So what what is there to do? Okay, so we got some some food covered, some beverages covered. But what about entertainment? I mean, I know you guys have some killer beaches out there. Uh, Tell me more about that.
1: There's beaches, um, rivers. If you're like uh, more – most people that live in the interior part of Portugal, they're they're further away from the coastline. Believe it or not, they have some of probably one of the best – uh, river beaches uh, in Europe. Uh, some of them are like, well, there are a lot of them are, it's it's titled, they're blue flags, you know, because they're just so clean. Uh, and also the the um, uh, the infrastructures around it with restaurants or coffee shops, etc. And sunbathing, or even you want to take a nice little boat ride or rafting or etc. So there's a lot of activities to do. Some of them, some of the rivers uh, are just as great as the beaches. The beaches here uh, from the south, obviously, the water is warmer. <laughs> You're looking at, like, in in the summers, uh, in their mid-20s, you know, 23, 24 degrees, 22, 23, et cetera, whereas that same summer, the water here probably will get up to 19 degrees, 20 at most. And it's cold. It's North Atlantic. And the so from the southernmost part that you go, uh, it's obviously more, more warmer. And then don't forget, there's actually the islands as well uh, of Madeira. Madeira has a great, uh, although Madeira, the island, the big island, doesn't have great beaches, Port Santo, which is only about you know a two-hour uh, boat ride from Ma- uh, Madeira, has one of the beautiful, most beautiful. I mean, it's been acclaimed for many, uh, um, not only for Europe Awards and, and, and itself, where people visit, uh, because it's a long extension. We're talking kilometers and kilometers of walking alongside the beach and great you know blue crystal blue water uh, warm water as well you know so porto santo has one of the beautiful beaches obviously the beaches in in algarve are very picturesque not to take away from any quality of of the beaches here like where i'm at where you have a nice view of everything it's just not ocean you have river you have everything you know but uh, i would say the beaches in in the in the Algarve are more cliffy so there's a lot of like just natural made, man-made structures which is you millions of years ago you, you would say wow how could how could you know nature created some of these beautiful cliffs and everything around it you know um, and then also the, the the Byzantine coast between the Algarve and the Lisbon um, and the area of uh, you know the southwest, uh, Alentejo Park, okay, it's a natural park, it's just stunning, uh, very, uh, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's undiscovered, because it's more and more, but, but it's really protected, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then also the Silver Coast, anywhere from the Riviera, the Portuguese, you know, we have a Portuguese Riviera too, Cascais, uh, where all the, the nobility and years of the kings, and, you know, all the, the nobility of, of Europe, uh, would spend their time here in Qashqai. And so any any region or any beach, uh, any area from Qashqai upwards up until Nazareth, uh, like the Silver Coast is all actually great. The weather, it's kind of mid-term. Just, just as a hint of reference, uh, Steve McNamara, one of uh, the biggest names in surfing, uh, in the surfing world, surfed the, one of the biggest waves. I think probably somebody or Already passed him, but it was in the Guinness books of the highest, the, the biggest wave in in the world. So, and that was in Nazare. It's created over the last couple of years a phenomenon, not only for the beaches, but for the enthusiasts, the 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 surfer, the windsurfer, the activity. I mean, you know, the boats. You know, it, it's it's just not about beaches. I think beaches are great, but probably whether you're, you know, if you're not a going person, you know, you have the river beaches which is just nature all of you it's green mountains you know it's a nice river beach passing in the middle of a valley uh, there's something romantic about that as well which even for and just you know spending a day or, or holiday um is is also and with these times people kind of right, this year especially people uh, appreciated that more and spent a lot more time in the rural countrysides instead of on the beach in hotels you know with the with all going on, and the people want to just to be a little bit more away from each other, you know what I mean? Not anti-social, but social distancing. And you know, in the rural sides, you you have all that to do. You know, the the countryside offers that, so um, yeah, and it's it's attractive as well. Not not yeah. only the not only the warm water in the beach is the typical, you know, because there's no hotels on the beach. You know, it's your traditional. Like if you want to party in Ibiza or something, you don't have that here. I mean, you know, you have some hotels that offer like a beach you know kind of uh, environment or like a like a small um, uh, beach club you know what I mean but it's nothing like that party uh, atmosphere of, of Ibiza or anywhere else I mean you may have a little bit in the summertime in August you have like those sunset parties but then again you have them in the, whole, in the Lisbon mm-hmm. in Lisbon or Porto and on the rooftop hotels which a nice chill out jazz music or chill out music etc and you have your nice little wine or a beer or a cocktail and you're just enjoying the beautiful sunset so uh everyone everyone there's 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 really <laughs> something to do for everyone there's not just one thing i mean i can it's a hundred hundred things you could do and even after naming you a hundred i'm sure you, there's another hundred be more, more to put on the list exactly <laughs> exactly so you never, never, you never run out of options there i think